0: Are you tired of your content not getting the reach it deserves? Change that at Grow With Video Summit. From May 23rd through the 25th, join industry leaders like Gary V, Ali Abdal, Patrick Bet David, Cody Sanchez, and more for strategies that will elevate your visibility and engagement. So go to summit.thinkmedia.com to secure your ticket. Just click the link in the description or go to summit.thinkmedia.com. Everyone in the US should be self-employed at some level, why do you believe that?
1: You are 300 times less likely to be audited by the IRS when you have a business entity in place. If you show the intent to generate income and to treat and operate as a business, now you open the doors to play by the rules to utilize all of these additional deductions.
0: So according to lawsuit statistics in the US, there are about 40 million lawsuits filed every year. That is 76 lawsuits filed every minute. And a newly complete- completed survey actually reveals that small companies are overpaying on their taxes by an average of almost $12,000 and one in 3 small businesses are overpaying on their taxes in general. So I'm super fired up for this episode of the Think Media podcast. We're going to be talking about some hardcore YouTube advice that you need to know, whether you're just starting your journey as a content creator, whether you already have a lot of revenue as a business owner, and you want to take advantage of being a part of the creator economy, being a YouTube creator, and additional write-offs that are accessible to you. We're going to talk about credit and how you can not get sued or at least have added layers of protection there's probably no control ultimately over that but uh, i'm excited because our guest today is tommy thornburg and he's the president of prime corporate services we've been partnered with prime corporate services for a while because as you know we're helping creators become really business-minded content creators and trying to help you get smart with the stuff that not a lot of people are talking about and so under his leadership PCS has helped over 100,000 entrepreneurs structure their businesses properly. And so this is going to be a power-packed episode. So I'm super fired up to have Tommy on the show. Tommy, how's it going?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Everything you said, I couldn't agree more. Personal is personal. Business is business. And it's not what you make, it's what you keep. That's what we want to focus on.
0: I love it. And so uh, we're going to get into um, so many tactical tips about taxes and even setting up an LLC and why some of those things are important. But I heard a quote from you that said, everyone in the US should be self-employed at some level. Why do you believe that?
1: So there's, there's over 70,000 pages of a tax code, right? And I've got the full team of CPAs and the full team of attorneys, but I'm an entrepreneur and I'm an investor at heart. A lot of those tax codes are meant to benefit investors and benefit entrepreneurs. So the reason that I say that is without a side hustle or without a side business or without full-time self-employment, you're leaving money on the table by not utilizing the tax code that's ultimately there for you.
0: That's powerful. And so we, this this is one of the things we're passionate about here at Think Media because one of the coolest and really newest side hustles is this whole creator economy thing. In fact, SignalFire did a report that the fastest growing small business type is people that are like becoming content creators. And of course, that could be on TikTok or Instagram. Um, there's all different forms, bloggers, and people maybe doing online businesses. For us, people are taking their YouTube channels and monetizing them in multiple different ways. So, So when do you really, what's kind of the mindset shift? Because I think for some that are doing a side hustle they may have a block between thinking i'm really self-employed i really have a, a business what is the right mindset for somebody working a 9 to 5 job to start shifting into that self-employed or more entrepreneur mindset
1: yeah great question i mean there's here's here's one thing that i'll tell everybody is there's no tax code that says that you have to be good at business no one would be in business everyone's got their struggles right but there is a tax code that says if you show the intent to generate income and to treat and operate as a business, now you open the doors to play by the rules, to utilize all of these additional deductions. So it's a biased opinion, but in my opinion, as soon as you have the intention to be self-employed, as soon as you have an idea of the content that you wanna create, structure yourself as a business. If, If you treat something like a hobby, It's going to cost you money like a hobby. But when you treat something like a business, you reap the rewards of what businesses have to offer. So I would say from the very beginning, legitimize yourself as a business and as a business owner.
0: Yeah, I love that. So set it up right. And what we're ultimately going to be tapping into is some potential to put more money in our pockets ultimately. Now, I know that sometimes is a place where people tune out because you're like, you think about taxes, it's something you want to just forget about, not pay attention to. Um, But it's actually one of the highest expenses that we have as humans, period. Like we get taxed from a lot of different angles. And so there's a lot of opportunities there. I want to circle back to this later on in the episode, but what is just some brass tax benefit That someone could be getting, let's say they're working and making, you know, 60 to $80,000 a year in some kind of a nine to five or some kind of a corporate job. And maybe they start a side hustle and there's some extra money coming in, but maybe it's not even coming in yet. You know, it's, it's a few years of just investing in their business. They're buying camera gear. They're investing in online education, online uh, courses. They're getting smarter. They're trying to write off their studio. What are some of the things that they could just write off like a quick list? and what? is the net result of that. Cause the math calculations hurt my brain, you know, cause you start putting a few hundred dollars back in your pocket, a few thousand dollars back in your pocket. Uh, try to make that simple.
1: Yeah, I love it. Let me kind of give a visual for everybody as well. Hopefully this helps when you have the the J-O-B, I believe they say just over broke, right? Isn't that what they, what yep. they say that stands for? Uh, when you have the J-O-B, you go to work, they take taxes out of your paycheck, they give you what's left, and then you pay your bills and save money, spend money on what you choose. The beauty of being self-employed is you go generate your own income, you reinvest back into your business to help you grow and to help you scale, and then you pay taxes on what's left. So the beauty of that being flipped upside down is when you're self-employed, it gives you the control to invest into yourself, and to invest into your business while really intermingling a lot of what we call anyways expenses, right? Bills, things that you're going to pay anyways, your phone bill, your internet bill, your power bill, portions of your rent or your mortgage for the home office. It looks like you're in a home office or an office space that you can write off the square footage, right? Did you pay for a course? Do you have subscriptions? Here is, when, when you think to yourself, how do I know if something is business related? How do I know if this is tax deductible? Ask yourself this question. Is it ordinary or necessary for your business? If you're a content creator, purchasing a camera becomes a necessary expense. And then it starts to get fun where, Sean, if you and I were to go to an event and go to lunch together, that's not necessary for us to enjoy each other's company and to talk about business, but it's an ordinary expense that becomes deductible. So a lot of people watching this will be considered self-employed, home-based entrepreneurs. And there's over 250 different deductible expenses with that title alone. So a lot of lot of great things you can do tax-wise.
0: I love that. And actually, we'll circle back on this as well, but you know, as a partner with uh, Prime Corporate Services at thinkprimellc.com, you can actually do a, a free call. They will set up an LLC for you for free. Of course, there's local potential local state fees and whatnot, but they'll do a free consult. And one of the big keys is getting experts around you and getting information to even see what could you qualify for, what is the best positioning for you, what are some things you're not taking advantage of? I know for me, I was shocked by essentially how much money I was leaving on the table, but also just how much money I was giving to the IRS. And I'm not talking about today in in where Think Media is now a multi million dollar business. I'm talking about back when I was doing a side hustle. I was working full time at a church, doing some freelance video work, um, working on my YouTube channel, and there was so many opportunities to save more money and to also be set up. Um, better. And so again, all those details will be in the show show notes, but let's talk about that. Why is it important to get set up properly with an LLC or some kind of other corporate structure?
1: Yeah, I love this question. I'd like to share a story of a client that we worked with last year, actually, that's really powerful on someone that just had a W-2 income. So last year, they wanted to start an online business and they made $55,500 of W-2 income. And because when you're single, all you get is a standard deduction, 12,950. If you're married, it's a little bit more, but this individual was single, so they're limited to that standard deduction. If they were to just go through the motions of that 55,500 Monday through Friday, they would have been looking at just over $9,000 in taxes on just their federal taxes. That doesn't even include the state tax that they were looking at. So this particular individual, we set up their business, we showed that legal start, we showed the intent to treat and operate as a business last year. Unfortunately, no money was made all year last year. They were still in the preparation phase, but they wrote off startup expenses. They wrote off organizational expenses and it saved them over $5,000 in taxes simply by setting up the business, showing the business related expenses. And now they're already off to a great start this year. They're up, they're generating income, just an awesome individual and a really cool example of it doesn't matter how much money you make, or it doesn't matter if you're just getting started. Self-employment is for everybody. And the opportunity is endless when you're in the U S and when you have this, uh, Ability in the platform, like you do with social medias and all these other platforms.
0: Yeah, it's why financial education is so important. Because okay, this person's going to pay nine thousand dollars if they lived in California uh, or somewhere else with state tax that's higher. You're going to pay even more than that in tax, and and then it, that money is just going away. You're losing the power to actually deploy that on something that could help build your future. So as instead, you're now starting a business. You're Starting a self-employed, you're starting the side hustle, and for everybody listening and watching this, you know, there's actually even in the past you could go through the cross your T's, dot your I's and show how starting a YouTube channel is like starting a little media company, and and it's it's a you know it's a legitimate business. But 10 years ago, you know, there might have been a little more scrutiny. Today is no question; like it's just such a common thing for people to be working from home uh making a living or making extra income from this so so you start that thing and instead of giving that $5000 saved right to just the IRS to I don't know how you feel about how the government treats our money I'm happy to pair my f- fair share of taxes, <laughs> but I'm still trying to pay as little as possible because what I mean, what what we see is that money in the hands of hardworking creators and entrepreneurs listening to this is better deployed and more efficient efficiently stewarded than certainly some of the outrageous spending of the government. And so without getting too far down that rabbit hole, the point is keep the money in your pocket and then start building something. And so now you're able to buy a camera and get that office going and and get that computer and the video editing and get this stuff happening. But then you're also investing in these assets to really start building a life and a business on your own terms. And uh, I just get so excited about this because I was even coaching our team recently where I'm like, listen, I know you all want me to pay you more money. And uh, that you might say like, I'm the reason for your struggles, the Think Media team, but I was like, which as you perform and we're a meritocracy, of course we wanna give good raises and stuff, but one of the most valuable things that I also hope I can give you is a financial education because it's also how you're using your money. Are you you using it intelligently? Are you, and we try to have that entrepreneur spirit here, intrapreneur spirit even on our team most of our of our think media team members they've got their own youtube channel kyle anderson is is actually where our other studio is here in vegas it's still a home office but we rent it from him he treats the income as rental income he set up his own entity and so it's a whole different way of thinking that's actually putting a lot more money in his pocket so even the way things are set up could be hurting you or therefore really a lack of how things are set up so get specifically into. uh why even just having an LLC could be good. You already mentioned getting your structure, letting the government know that you have intent to operate a business. But there's also 76 lawsuits being filed every single minute in the United States. Not an hour, not every minute. Like as we talk on this podcast, people are suing other people like crazy. And of course that's anybody's free will to do. And it's not that you could be even necessarily, well, maybe you got, you, you're the expert on this. There's things you can do to maybe avoid getting sued, but no matter what happens, you still may get sued. So what's the point of maybe, or what's some opportunity we have to actually protect ourselves and to maybe be more private and to actually prepare ahead of time. So that should something like that end up happening, we don't get crushed or we don't get derailed or our savings and our families. Uh, you know, savings account or the assets and the things we've worked so hard for could be taken away from us if we don't have things set up right. Break that down, Tommy.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a very Sue happy world that we are living in. Very, very litigious society, right? And Sean, I'm sure you've heard this from a lot of very successful people that you've spoken with and events and masterminds that you've spoken at. A lot of very successful people say you're not in business until you've been in a lawsuit. And as much as I hate that, as depressing as that is, it's true, personal is personal, business is business. So a lot of times people will say to me, Tommy, I don't know if I wanna set something up until I generate income or what do I have to protect? Here's a couple rude reality statistics that I think are very important for entrepreneurs to understand. You are 300 times less likely to be audited by the IRS when you have a business entity in place. That alone for me says worth it, right? Now you get to open open the doors to all these additional deductions. But to really simplify it down, when you set up a business entity, there's three things that you should keep in mind. Number one is privacy and protection. As an entrepreneur, you deserve to have privacy. You don't have to have your address listed on your state website. There's ways that we can make that private for you by utilizing registered agents. So having the privacy and having the protection of separating your personal and your business is the number one benefit of having an LLC. Number two is tax benefits, profit or loss, right? Good or bad, profit or loss, you wanna put yourself in a better position. So from a loss standpoint, any of those expenses that you've already made, the phone, the internet, the power, the camera, capture those as business related expenses to make those deductible. From a profit standpoint, here's where it starts to get excited. These are good problems to have. As you start to generate income, usually we'll say 50 to $100,000 or more. We can simply change the LLC so that it's taxed as an S Corp. That then allows you to pay yourself a salary or a distribution, but it also allows you to avoid half of your self-employment tax which is Medicare, Social Security, ends up saving you about 7%. It's a huge benefit. You make $100,000, I'm confident, Sean, you're gonna do a better job with 7,000 than handing it over to good old Uncle Sam. But once again, we won't get political there. So the third thing is showing yourself as a legitimate business, not only to your clientele, just like you wanna do business with legitimate companies, so does your clientele. And then a step further from a legitimacy standpoint, one of the things that we really focus on helping our clients is showing themselves as a legitimate business to banks and lenders as well. So that down the road, or even now, if you wanna go get business credit or corporate funding, banks are much more likely to work with businesses that have their ducks in a row, that have crossed the T's, dot the I's, than they are an individual off the street. So those are the three areas, privacy and protection, tax benefits, profit or loss, and showing yourself as a legitimate business.
0: That's super powerful. And you know, I definitely wanna recommend that uh, if you're listening to the Think Media Podcast, it's definitely worth your time to connect with Tommy and his team. They've got CPAs and accountants and attorneys that help people set this up. And even if you're just starting out, there's so many benefits for you. But I also want to just speak to you, if you're listening to this, you're earning you know, 50K, but if you're earning closer to six figures, and a lot of our community is earning six and multiple six figures, chances are you are just losing a ton of money. You're just inefficiently uh, to taxes. And even just that pivot to getting an S-corp set up, this is one of the things that literally changed uh, Sonia, my wife and I's life. We're the co-founders of our company. So, I mean, if you're making 100K a year and you get this set up properly and you start having that 7% back in your pocket, that's 7,000 extra dollars to, again, deploy how you want to, gives you more reach, gives you, you could hire help, uh, you know, part-time, you hire some virtual assistants, you start outsourcing some things, reinvest in more gear. And then it kind of all compounds because all of the things that you're reinvesting into your business are also compounding write-offs but simply just to have more gunpowder. seven $7,000 more at a 100K level. A lot of a lot of you listening to this, you know you're doing 150, 250, 300, and, and then things even get more interesting. So I just wanna definitely recommend connect with Tommy uh, and the team over there. Uh, thinkprimellc.com or check out the show notes. Uh, that gives you the opportunity to uh, schedule a free call just to uh, connect with them. But I wanna talk a little bit about... Um, uh, specifically how online entrepreneurs can protect themselves. You already talked about registered agent. You touched a little bit on privacy. But as we're speaking really to the U.S. here, there's different things in different states, right? So the, I think the problem that people could fall into is they may just go to some website to set up their LLC. You know, you, you do like legal Zoom or something like that. But the weakness is if you're not actually getting, you're getting generalized information, not specialized information. Obviously, we can't touch everything, but what are the differences between maybe some different state taxes, different laws, different things that are happening that, that most people don't really know about that could hurt people?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, you hit it right on the nail. Not all states are created equal when it comes to corporate law. That's just the rude reality, right? And when uh, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton were going against each other during the presidential race... I remember I was watching and I'm like, they're yelling at each other back and forth about tax evasion and shell companies. And I'm sitting there thinking, you guys are talking about the same thing, (laughs) right? So regardless of what side you're on, it's expensive to run campaigns. So a lot of these tax codes aren't gonna change that benefit investors and entrepreneurs, but Delaware, Nevada, Wyoming, they are considered corporate haven states. And what I mean by that is they are more favorable towards business owners than they are consumers. Not all states are that way. We know a lot of the ones that aren't, right? But the beauty of these states, and I'll just use myself as the example here. I have a holding or a parent company that is based out of Wyoming. And the reason that I do that is it gives me some additional privacy and some additional protection where, my name and my address is not public information. From that Wyoming or that holding company, some of you are going to have multiple streams of income, or some of you already have multiple streams of income, where whether you're consulting, whether you're content creating, whether you get into real estate, you can have all of these subsidiaries or all of these operating companies owned by that parent or that holding company. So that's giving you the additional level of privacy and the additional level of protection that ultimately becomes a massive benefit as you grow and as you scale. And to your point earlier, I mean, as you start to generate more money, those are good problems to have, but they're still problems, right? One of the big, biggest expenses any entrepreneur will intake is their taxes. So if you're tracking your expenses, if you have some strategy throughout the year, Unfortunately, the way the tax code is set up is kind of like a use it or lose it. If you're there a lot of wealthy people invest into real estate, not necessarily because they even want to purchase real estate, but because it's such an amazing tax benefit. So, once again, good problems to have, but the more that you're aware of them for your situation, the easier it is to win at this whole game of taxes.
0: Yeah. And I like that you touched, you know, you hit privacy, of course, because of our litigious society and a lot of angles like that. What's interesting about content creators, though, is I think many of them want an added level of privacy in terms of sometimes people are not using their full name. They'll use a different name. They definitely want to keep their address private. They want to keep these different things private. And when we're just starting up a company, our data could be online for all kinds of reasons, but one of which might just be because we just have a home office and we haven't really thought through some of this structure and so i love how you're talking to the practical you know aspects of this just getting started but especially as things scale and it makes me think that's why i'm passionate about this topic for our community in particular because i've just watched it happen so many times people have joined our program called video ranking academy they have never posted a video or they just barely started on YouTube. And I think about Mary's nest. She's at 850,000 subscribers. Now she's 65. She lives in a rural town in Texas. She's doing cooking videos in her kitchen. She's going to hit a million subscribers. It's absolutely insane. And she's got affiliate money coming in and YouTube ad revenue coming in. And, you know, as you kind of alluded to, uh, the, you know, as the, philosopher and prophet, no- notorious big once said mo money mo problems so that's happening to a lot of our creators and so getting things set up right at the start in terms of uh even to one of our friends ryan Paneda, who i know is also a friend of you guys as well uh just smart people in a circle thinking about he's been a huge influence of uh, thinking about real estate and Cost seg and bonus depreciation, and 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 we have because we've continued to meet people like you, been able to not to avoid the problems or solve the problems. More money, more problems. But we're solving them because we're getting wisdom and we're learning about some of these things. Which I want to go back to taxes, and I want to kind of actually just go to one hundred and one. What are like the first couple steps? Um, you know, the stats say one in three businesses are overpaying on their taxes. Even if you're not incorporated yet, right? You're overpaying on your taxes if you're listening to this. Chances are there's probably some opportunities for you. But uh, many, 2,000 they did this survey of 2,000 small companies and on average, they overpaid. Eleven thousand six hundred and thirty eight dollars was what this study showed. And that was that was an average across America. And that's a lot of overpaying, but I know this is a point of stress. You're listening to this, you're like, oh man, you know, I know I could be doing this better, but Tommy, maybe simplify it for us. What is kind of just like the first steps? to make sure we don't overpay on our taxes.
1: Yeah, that's, I I didn't even answer your last question. I went on a rant of my own, I apologize, but there's a couple ways you have options when setting up an LLC, right? You can set it up yourself and just go to the state website. The problem with that is all you're doing is paying a state and a filing fee and likely filling out your own documentation. You can hire an attorney, which is great, that way it's specific with articles of incorporation and operating agreements to content creation or whatever business you're in. Or you can use one of these services that's done with you. And I would say that's what Prime Corporate Services is, is a service that can help you and tailor it to your specific situation of not only the type of business that you're operating, but A to Z, all the documentation being legally prepared for your type of business. So I think there's a massive benefit in having some assistance, especially with the discounted rates that we offer on the entity setup. But from a tax saving standpoint, there are two recommendations I will give any and all entrepreneurs. Number one, track your expenses, please. The best way and the easiest way to beat the IRS, our head CPA says death by a thousand paper cuts. You don't remember what you ate for lunch last week, nor will you in a month. But if you track those expenses throughout the course of the year that are ordinary or necessary for your business, it's gonna make it a lot easier to keep more money in your corner. So number one, track your expenses, whether it's an Excel spreadsheet, QuickBooks, a tax app, a tax software, um, or maybe once you get to the point where you hire a full-time bookkeeper. Those are all excellent options to track your expenses. 90% of people or businesses that get audited, lose that audit because they don't have an alibi around the expense, right? People will write off mileage with their vehicle with no tracking of mileage that's business related. It's an instant loss. So if you're tracking those expenses, it does make it a lot easier to win. Number two, hire a professional to file your taxes. There's a lot of accountants and a lot of CPAs that don't file their own taxes because you are your worst defense, right? Attorneys hire attorneys to represent themselves because emotion is involved. If you hire a professional, if you hire a CPA, you now have a second set of eyeballs that could oversee the deductions that you feel are business related. And in a worst case scenario, if there was to be an audit or if there was a question from the IRS, You have someone that can represent you. So, as long as you're tracking your expenses, as long as you're staying open minded about what is and is not business related, the beauty of this type of business, your personal and your business life are pretty intermingled. So, there's a lot of deductions that are going to become business related of things that you're doing on your daily life, anyways. And I think that's the beauty of this type of business and why it continues to become so popular.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, uh, it is inspiring to look at the opportunities for content creators. I talked to uh, the co-author of our book, YouTube Secrets, uh, Benji Travis, all the time about this. Him and his family are vloggers and because they're daily vloggers, their life is very much an, a, a, an ongoing film. And so they, they definitely, one of the biggest, Tips I also learned was this idea of percentages. I used to think, you know, okay, well, if I ever take my car to the grocery store and I don't use it for a business thing, then I just can't write it off at all. And and Andy, and I learned that it's like, no, okay, what about is it reasonable? Is it ordinary and necessary that a portion of, and so maybe there's certain rooms in the house that you're not writing off, but for them, their entire home is a Movie set, you know, it's an entire home is the the home of their content. Of course, traveling and trips is actually ordinary and necessary for influencers. And then, of course, you know, I, I get excited because this past uh, week, in you know, Kyle and I went to Social Media Marketing World, and uh, to we're filming podcasts out there, and so we ultimately, of course, we're writing off it's work, but we're in San Diego, we're on the waterfront, we're hanging out we're sipping coffee at copa vita and achilles coffee shop again essential write-offs because we got to drink the coffee to get ready just the meals and whatnot and and work trip we had to hit nobu up and i don't know you know nobu's another level but he had to <laughs> got to eat something and so we're in san diego we're on the water we're filming videos we're hanging out we're also going on walks and you know just checking out the city and and, and starting to start to think about this lifestyle, this kind of content creation lifestyle, there's so many things that end up being a, a write off and we're at it for us, I think the p- peak tax bracket, but I always think about getting a 37% uh Discount on a lot of the things that we're doing to your point, that would be something that we'd want to do anyways. And of course, this is all work related, but the fact that we could turn our passion or our hobbies into legitimate businesses, man, it's just super exciting times. But you brought up something that's so important hire a professional. Probably one of the biggest mindsets I want to attack here in the Think Media podcast is this idea of penny pinching and thinking small. So many people. When they're starting is they may be afraid instead of investing in email marketing software and a CRM because it's going to cost thirty bucks a month they're just like you know I'm going to code my own WordPress thing and get a bunch of free plugins and use an external hard drive to be my email server I'm like what the heck are you talking about like that's like it's only going to take me two weeks to set it up and it's going to be an absolute nightmare and it has nowhere near the technology like. What what are you talking about? Or I've seen people who, again, their core business has nothing to do with legal, with setting up entities, with taxes, but they're like, I'm gonna be my own bookkeeper. I'm gonna file my own taxes. I'm gonna do all this kind of stuff. These are people I know personally and people in our community. And I'm like, you are you have the wrong mindset. And even if they can prove, no, this is how much money I penny pinched here. And this is what I did over here. I'm like, man, you're thinking too small. What is your genius zone? And how can you try and delegate everything else so you can go make more money? And one of my mentors, Brett Johnson, said, Scared money don't make money. You're over here penny pinching, trying to do all this kind of stuff. And then the way you're trying to save is by doing something you're not the best at, or you're not an expert at, or that also doesn't give you life. It doesn't give you energy. And so for, for my wife and I, I mean, we're small town kids, college dropouts. We had to like attack this mindset because we, she, runs, she runs our finances. She's our CFO today, but more than ever before, even though she has grown her skills, we work with more professionals. We lean on other experts because even if we're good, we're not great. And so we ultimately are trying to delegate to experts. And what we've discovered is that sometimes, and we'll even talk about this because we're, we, we came from such a small town. Like you could, you know, shout and talk to the entire town is only like, you know, hundred people. Now, you know, it's, it's Arlington, Washington years ago, we were born in Seattle in this very rural town. And so it's been hard to break off the mindset of like, Oh, you know, a few hundred dollars here, or a few thousand dollars here. But I'm like, but, but honey, like, let's look at the top line rev that we're doing and let's look at the more we free up my time or your time, we can actually go earn more and recover so much peace of mind and sanity. Why do we want to do these different things? I just want to encourage you, if you're listening to this, scared money, don't make money. And that applies to not just this topic. I mean, if you're putting off one piece of software that would help you go 10 times faster help you regain 10 times more peace and give you 10 times more focus so you can do the thing you're good at that you actually love and enjoy doing, then your macro gonna be so much further along than people that get stuck in that penny-pinching mindset. So what do you think about this, Tommy? Have you seen that for entrepreneurs that just kind of hesitate like, no, I mean, it might be expensive to hire a professional and it it's less expensive than people think, but kind of in the short term, it's it's like you're you're trying to save pennies while you're leaving dollars or benjamin's on the table that you could be accessing if you delegated some of this stuff have you seen this tommy i
1: love it i everything that you just said i couldn't i'm over here just nodding my head like a bobble doll because i couldn't agree more it's uh i've been self-employed since i was 18 years old and my claim to fame i have never owned a lawnmower And the reason I think that's important is where is your time best spent, right? My time's not best spent mowing my lawn. I have someone do that for me. Now I think that's cool, but last night I'm actually at a hotel, to your point. My travel here, the hotel, all of these things are tax deductible expenses. I'm here to work. I went to my mentor's house last night and we had dinner. And as I'm walking around his house, I'm like, what does it take to upkeep this place? He said, 10 full-time people. I was like, I got to get over my lawnmower story. That's way cooler. <laughs> I got. I have to think bigger. I'm in the same setting, right? We, uh, we started Prime Corporate Services 10 years ago and we had four people. We currently have just about 200 employees at the time of filming this video. I never thought that would happen. I still think it's crazy when I really break it down, but there have been so many instances That because I didn't hire the right person or because I tried to save a couple of bucks on a software or a CRM or a system, that I moved slower. How much quicker could I have moved into the areas of opportunity where my time is best spent to better the client experience, to better the client journey, to provide a better overall situation? It's not only selfish of me. But it's selfish to other people that you're not doing that to save your time, to focus on what your genius is or what your passion is. And uh, there's no reason to pick up pennies instead of stepping over dollars is another one I think is good to reference.
0: Yeah, I love it, Tommy. Super powerful. Well, as we land the plane, if uh, people want to connect with you at Prime Corporate Services, The URL is thinkprimellc.com and that's in the show notes. But when people go to that page, they're able to to schedule a call. What exactly is gonna happen there if people want to uh, take action and get some of these things set up? What's the opportunity?
1: So thinkprimellc.com, what I would tell everybody is just remember that that consultation is for you. We've built Prime Corporate Services with the thought in mind of helping people by actually helping people. Crazy, right? So when you take advantage of that hour call, it's gonna be 45 minutes to an hour of you and one of our direct advisors. And what I would recommend is go into that call and let us know, are you brand new? If you're brand new, say, hey, I'm just getting started. I'm brand new. Break these things down for me like a third grader because they're not exciting topics. But some of you may be more experienced. Some of you may have multiple businesses and multiple streams of income, which is great. Let us know that going into it so that you get the most value. We'll talk to you about your entity structure. We'll talk to you about how to build additional business credit and corporate funding. We can help you with filing your taxes or preparing your taxes. And then as you build wealth, we can even tie it all together with estate planning from a legacy play as well. But please, please, please remember that that call is for you. I want you to get the most out of that free consultation. Schedule the call, take advantage of the free consultation, and let us know what we could do to help you better your business for the future and have a solid foundation to build your empire off of long-term. I
0: love it. And Tommy, we're super pumped about, you know, I met the CEO of Prime Corporate Services, uh, Stephen Harward. Last year, we've hung out a couple of times, and it's revolutionized Think Media. You guys think different. You uh, you think bigger. And I have been learning, um, especially in the last 24 months at Think Media, that I got to get around the right people. And what I've been talking to my wife and our team about is uh, I want to get around experts. I just, as soon as you start, one of the most dangerous places we can be is thinking we know or getting comfortable or complacent. And man, when we just stay humble, we ask a lot of questions. We go into opportunities like this where we can say, man, here exactly where I'm at, but I, I just assume, you know. Show, show me my blind spots. Show me the opportunities. And man, the, the, how that's multiplied our success and our acceleration at Think Media has been massive. So I appreciate everything you were doing, your guys' team and the culture there. It's so rad and just so grateful. It's so cool too to see. I know friends like Ryan Pineda and Pace Morby, different people that are just kind of in this circle, really smart, you know, humble, awesome people that are helping us be better at Think Media. So Super excited about everything y'all are doing. And uh, check out the show notes, right, for all resources. And you can also connect with Tommy there. If Tommy, people want to reach out, are you on social media? I just followed you on LinkedIn finally to get connected over there. But are you very active on social?
1: I appreciate it. It's Prime Corporate Services, everything. Instagram, social media, everything. Facebook, Prime Corporate Services. Um, Give us a like, give us a follow. It's actually really cool. We try and give you a a, a tax tip every Tuesday. It's uh, It's common for people to get a full year and then all of a sudden tax time's here again. If we can give you a tax tip that'll benefit your business, every Tuesday, we try and drop something to keep you thinking about us and about your taxes. So Prime Corporate Services, give us a like, give us a follow and reach out with any questions. We seriously are here to help.
0: Tommy, thank you.